I'm Justin Hancock. And I'm Meg John Barker. And this is... The Meg John and Justin... Podcast! Yay! Yay! It had to be you. <laughs> it had to be you. <laughs> I didn't realise that this podcast would be an opportunity for you to sing and jam. I'm going to be singing. I am going to be singing through this podcast Great. because we were not going to hear the, the, the lyrics, are we? No, exactly. Mm. So, dear listener, we thought we'd treat ourselves by doing... Um, a podcast that we've kind of wanted to do for ages and we've not got around to it I'm just going to do it just yeah fucking do it oh it's going to be the start of maybe a whole load of them because we've been thinking about <sighs> podcasting along to rom-coms yes how perfect is that for so, us exactly so you know how like when you buy a DVD and you're geeky like me and you want to listen along to like the exclusive commentary track yeah like the where DVD. the directors are like saying this is why we did it this yeah. way and stuff yeah exactly well this is going to be us yeah and we're going to start with When Harry Met Sally oh because it's our favourite it's our favorite. We we love this film, and it's like it's yeah. a, it's an important film to me and MJ because we've talked about we talked about this at the beginning of our relationship when we were talking about um, love and yeah. uh, rom coms, and you had a birthday party once, and I came along. Oh, as you this. did! I'd forgotten I came you along came as when, as when Harry met Sally. You had these little quotes from when Harry met Sally, and you like held them up like yeah, a little quote photos. coming out of your coming out of your mouth. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, if yeah. I find some of those, I'll post them along with the yeah. episode. So. Oh, so, we, could do, we could do them like if people can cut out, and, cut out and keep quote from Harry Met Sally. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. But yeah, I must have seen this film more times than pretty much any other. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think I've uh, seen other films more than this, but I, I think I've seen it like five times. Right. I really like it. It's right up there for me. And it's right up, it's in our, it's right up in our street about different kinds of relationships, yep. uh, intentionality, mm-hmm. um, the, the, the script that we're given about how we're meant to do love. Anyway, we're yeah, going to get into so it because yeah. obviously this podcast is going to be one hour and 35 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a long podcast. So um, get but, f- yeah. on. Well, I'm just saying, yeah, people can, if they want, watch mm-hmm. along. So we're watching it with the subtitles yes, um, so that you can hear us talking and not the movie. Yeah. Um, and that's why I'm going to do some of the songs as we go. <laughs> uh, oh, yes. Mr. Harry Connick Jr. Or is it Meg John Barker? Right. It's almost the same thing. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. So you could press play when we press play, basically, yeah. if you want to watch the film while we're talking. Or you can just listen to us. You know, like if you've seen the film, mm-hmm. you're familiar with it. We'll probably yeah. read out some of the choice quotes anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. So we're watching on Netflix in the UK, which it's available on. It's probably available on other services as well. You might have the DVD. We are at, uh, we've paused it. It's at one second. The lion the is about to roar. The Metro Goldwyn Mayer lion is going yeah. to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm, so I'm going to press play on the count of three. This is so exciting. Yes. Okay. So uh, on the count of three. Three, two, one, play. We are playing. Oh, you can hear the line. I've got to turn that down, otherwise you don't hear us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now there's a lighthouse, because uh, yeah. this is also Castle Rock. Castle Rock. Yeah, entertainment, yeah. which is Not Castle. Fraggle Rock. Castle Rock is like Stephen King's town, but I don't know if this is related to Stephen King. Okay. We could do a Stephen King movie sometime, though. I'm oh, that's scary. <laughs> I'm big into But Stephen King hasn't done a rom-com, really. Unless I'm sure Shank Redemption could be a bit romantic. Oh, Romance, yes. Yeah, I mean, that is... Uh, there is... What's the Mark Kermode reference to that film? There is a, there's a long way to go before you get the redemption. It's uh, like, yes. It's a lot. It's Shawshank, 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 eventually. Yeah. Anyway, it's saying Billy Crystal, Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. These are the people in this these movie. These are the people in this movie. Oh, they were so big in the 80s. I remember the the um, looking at the billboard poster, like, way before I saw it. Okay. Yeah, it was so big. Carrie Fisher. Oh, yeah. yes. Yes. Some really good people. I love this. the typeface. Yeah. Bruno Kirby. 
and and what's happening now is Harry Connick is singing It Had to Be You I think oh is that um, right yeah, do you want to sure. do it I had to be you it had to be you I wandered around and finally found somebody who could make me be true there he is Harry, Harry Connick Jr he's right there blue no would, it, would they make me blue I think I've got the lyrics wrong anyway or yeah, even be, be glad be just to be right. sad thinking Thank of you, you. Do, 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 do. Oh, some others I've seen might never be me or even be cross try to be boss they wouldn't do <laughs> for nobody else gave me a thrill with all your faults I love you still it's a long title sequence that's why I'm singing for oh, a right, time. right. Yeah, we... wonderful <laughs> you it had to be you don't fast forward dear listener otherwise you'll lose us <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll miss my excellent singing voice and you'll miss MJ, MJ singing <laughs> do you remember when you first saw this film uh, it was not I, not written by Nora Ephron that just yeah. came up you ought to just flag that up and directed by Rob Reiner yeah yes. um, I, can't, I think it was like probably 10 years ago maybe oh right so now we have this couple um, and so all the way through the movie there are these couples That's telling right. their love stories about how they stay together I mean they're kind of they're all old couples aren't they and it like gives the impression that successful mm. relationships are about you being old together aren't and they? being like, together for a long long time yeah. well, we would we would side eye at that would we not yeah that's yeah. not um, I mean it's nice it's a nice thing I can see what they're doing but it's like yeah longevity mm. doesn't necessarily make it a great relationship no and I think they question that as well because like this couple yeah. like she doesn't say anything it's just he tells the story and yeah. that, that's it and like I don't She's think like, we're, meant to, up, we're not meant to think that that's great yeah okay it's very clear our love is here to stay ah <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh Billy Crystal this is a very very young Billy Crystal is now having a kiss yeah and oh. he's promising that's to... quite a convincing snog I think yeah so the idea is that Sally and Harry are going to drive across the country together because yeah. they're both moving they're both just left uni and we see Harry having a big snog, promising to stay with this girl forever, but he's clearly going to leave her in a heartbeat now that they're not living in the same city anymore. Yeah, well, it's difficult to do long-distance relationships in 1977, I suppose. This is not 1977. This is 1977. Oh, this is 1977. They just came up. Oh, right, because, oh, right, because yeah, yeah, it's like... They're young here. It's an 80s movie, and this is when they're young yeah. before the 80s. Okay. Yeah. Right. The hair, the hair on them. Oh my God, Sally's hair through this movie is something else. It's I like when it goes straight later on, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, they're calling each other. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so they can have another elongated snog. Oh, there we go. <laughs> and she presses the horn. Yes, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> Public displays of affection, MJ. It can yeah. be for really uncomfortable, yeah. as we talked about. There's a lot of yeah. PDAs going yeah. on here. And they set off in the car, and this is like Sally and Harry's first meeting, I think. Yeah. They just met through somebody else who said, hey, you know, you need to both drive across the country. There's another film about that, wasn't there? There's like this idea this idea of like uh, teenagers taking road trips across the country is like a thing in America. Oh, yeah, country, yeah. You often yeah. get road trip movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's be terrible with me because I can't drive. So mm. Billy drive? Crystal's butt. Yeah, there's um, Levi's as well. Yeah. <laughs> I can drive, yes, but I don't choose to. Mostly yeah. public transport for me. So Billy Crystal is about to talk about death. I remember this bit. Okay. Yeah, he's like really dark. I spit in the seat at. This is before you can get seedless grapes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the 70s, you couldn't get seedless grapes. That's right, dear young listeners. <laughs> yeah. You bite into a great 
great nowadays and you're yeah. like oh this is a delicious treat and there's nothing for me to spit out yeah back in the day <laughs> they're like so are we, we going to tell the stories of our life all the way to new york chicago to new york is what they're driving yeah that is a long way isn't it you don't think it's a long way when you're from in the uk but it's a long way mm. like if you drive for 18 hours in the uk like you'd be you'd run out of uk yeah Probably. <laughs> 18 hours. We may, maybe get from like John and Groats to Land's End in 18 hours. Um, yeah, so now he's yeah. being dark about death and like saying that she's going to be really lonely in New York and she's doing a horrified face and she's wondering. Oh, Amanda mentioned you had a dark side. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have a dark side? Sally doesn't. You're probably one of those cheerful people who dots their eyes with hearts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it? Uh, I mean, I don't really believe in small talk, but sometimes it, mm. you know, sometimes people don't like to talk about death at the beginning of a relationship, do they? No. Of a relationship. And as Sally said, it doesn't mean you're deep or anything just because you can talk about death. Yeah. But also, it doesn't make you a happy person that you, like, she's very invested in being a happy person. Yes, she is. She's, yeah, there's definitely kind of a whole, like, yeah, he's darkness and she's lightness thing going on here. I mean, he is, is he invested in being a sad person? Oh, he is at this point. Yeah. I mean, he's just like invested in being a cynic and like, you Angsty. know, so cool. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. He's you know, saying, we would say it's mm. like, we don't, we wouldn't, we wouldn't advise people to invest in either being happy or sad. Would yeah, it, exactly. They're creating a kind of persona, a kind of ego out of either of those things, right? Yeah. And it's balance. Yeah. Yeah, being with all the emotions, all that. Oh, now they're talking about Casablanca, which is another great movie we could oh, watch. Oh, that is a great film. Yeah. <laughs> that was a really good film. Oh, right, right. And, like, she's being all, like, sensible about the, they sh- the, the, um, the ending of Casablanca was right and they shouldn't have stayed together. And he's like, I can't believe that you would, you would say that. Yeah, so no, they're but... already talking about love and how love works and whether it's good to be rational about it or, like, dive in. It's been some time, hasn't it? I mean, maybe that's... Mm. Oh, look, look at this hairspray. hairspray. <laughs> it's like this massive kind of hairspray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh. I do remember that from school. Really All the cans, hairspray. Really big cans of hairspray. People were, like, the lads at my school, particularly primary school, were really into hair gel. Oh, yeah. Like, that very spiky hair. Huh. Oh, obviously, obviously you haven't, you haven't had, had great, great sex, sex yet. yet. Oh. Otherwise, you'd stay with the person you had great sex with. Oh. And she's going to say, I have, with Sheldon. <laughs> and then he's going to say you can't have good sex with someone called Sheldon, which is a real stereotype against Sheldons. Yeah, I mean, I've not met any Sheldons, but, no. you know. This is 1977, talking loudly about sex <laughs> in diners is, is not cool, apparently. Yeah, she looks very oh, awkward. Cool? Oh, look at those knee-high socks, though. Those are great. Yeah, Shorts with knee-high great. socks. Yeah. It's a good look. Yeah, although my, my look tends to more towards the Harry than the Sally, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. We're in that Sheldon. Yeah. Sheldon. <laughs> he's doing his hard to get thing here, isn't he? He's like trying to. He's draw. like put it. He's being provocative and then saying, you know, you come to me. It, I mean, there's a lot of some game playing yeah. kind of uh, negging. Kind it is of quite stuff. negging. Yeah. Yeah. Going yeah. On here. Um, yeah. <laughs> quite bad hair. That yeah. Hair he has. <laughs> just I never noticed quite how bad that was. It's really bad. That's some bad hair. <laughs> it's really bad. And interestingly, it's like, um, <laughs> you know, just from like a beauty standards perspective, Billy Crystal can look however he likes. Oh, um, absolutely. Meg, like Meg Ryan just has to be like really uh, perfect and dolled up. Chef and Apple, a la mode. Oh, well, this, is, they all... this is where she orders her food just so, just yeah. exactly how she likes it, which I totally emulate 
Yeah. I think, this is, I think this is a really strong thing about Sally. Like she's self-consensual around food. She knows exactly how she likes it and she's going to get it like that. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Self-consent's good. And, but as long as we ask for things in a nice way that doesn't come across as being... You know, I think she was, yeah, I'm not sure that that exchange was really no. great with that, with no. that weight, weight stuff. Yeah. And there already are not enough people of colour in the show for them well, to be treated in a precisely. Yeah. We can definitely talk about the whiteness of all these rom-coms from the 80s. Well, that yeah. is going to be a thing that keeps coming up if we mm-hmm. keep talking about yes. classic rom-coms. Yeah, it's like, and it's, well, a heteronormativity in the whiteness. It's yeah. like the only people to have a valid relationship are yeah. young, attractive white folks yeah. um, in heterosexual relationship. Which is stuff that we'll be talking about as well. And obviously mm. we'll be talking about like the the gender stuff going on. Like, it's already kind of, mm-hmm. uh, this is already at play here, isn't it? So she's talking about having days of the week underpants. Yeah. Yeah. And like, she's being made to kind of like, she's being, she's being kind of put on the spotlight and all of her potential flaws being highlighted and he's, mm-hmm. none of his are. It's like, And also we're getting to her body, right? In yeah. terms of like, the days of the week, we're already talking about her genitals. Like, yeah. you know, whereas we're not talking about his. Yeah. No. Yeah. But I kind of like the way the film goes against some gender stereotypes. Like right here, she's like doing all of the adding up and, you know, kind of figuring out the bill stuff. Mm. Um, I guess, you know, their personalities don't... What I always loved about it was their personalities aren't classic. Like he's not this classic, like rugged, handsome, no. romantic hero. And she's not a, you know, stupid woman. In like, you know, it's like um, she's got her life and her job and her passions yeah, um, uh, and we even see her like m- even more make, like than in Sex and the City or something. We see her doing her mm. her work and being into it. You know, it's, I uh, think that comes out, doesn't it? Yeah. So. There's another. He was uh, just saying how attractive she was then, as if that was like a surprise, and that's like a oh yeah, a neggy kind of thing. And yes, and also like that the fact he's already coming on tour and it's it's her friends yeah. that, that put them together to drive yeah. across the country. Can't a man say a woman's attractive without it being a couple? So it's the setup of the film, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, this is the whole. Oh, and here we go. Like, he's being creepy. Yeah. And God, in all of these 80s rom coms, like, this creepy behaviour for men was seen as okay. Yeah. Like, he's literally got her alone in a car. He should be so careful. Yeah. And he's being, you know, creepy and coming onto her. I think she's making this clear as well. Yes, um, she does make this yeah. clear. Yeah. Yeah, she's not having it. Good boundaries, Sally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like she said, let it lie. And he's like, do you want to spend Draw the night in a nice and night? In a night? Like, like you, no means no, Harry. Yeah. Seriously, dude. Mm. But this, now we get to the crux, the crux of the yes, movie. Yes, here is the film. The question of the movie that it's asking, because Harry says, you realise we can never be friends. And then he says... He's saying it's not a common Men one. and women cannot be friends because yeah. the sex part always gets in the way. Oh, yeah. I, mean. <laughs> I mean it's heteronormative AF but yeah. you know the guess, I guess the question in the movie is can people who could be attracted to each other yeah. be friends yeah yeah, and we'll find out yes <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers <laughs> I mean you probably understand our take about this already but you know we're doing a, fr- a nice watch along aren't we yeah it's yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> So you're saying a man can be friends with a woman he finds unattractive. Uh, no, you pretty much want to nail them too. Oh God, yeah, some real body yeah. nastiness in this movie. I had not remembered quite how bad that was. Yeah, but mm. all the... I mean, 
and then they don't get to be friends. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just like, I mean, this is such in de Beauvoir, right? You know, this is like um, de Beauvoir saying, like, because men will not have mutual relationships with women and see them as objects of desire, they basically do themselves out of what could be an amazing relationship yep. with a mutual human being. That's like, you know, yep. that's what's going on. Existential life. Oh my God, the World Trade Center. Yeah. Wow. It's ouchy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, that's the mm. thing is that... Um, and that's the thing that he kind of struggles with. I guess he's. I guess it is like a story about how. Um, it's a story about how they're both growing up, but I think Harry really grows up a lot more than Sally. During yeah. This. It's like Harry is kind of. I mean, I've not seen it very just, but it's like Harry is like leaning into or learning about how to do um, how to do intimacy in a way that yeah. it seems like he isn't doing really at the minute. I mean, he's he is being a classic pickup artist at the moment. He's, yeah, he's really being a pickup artist. Um, and he's not, um, yeah, he's not, not being vulnerable yet. I think we really notice his arc yeah. when he's actually had to be vulnerable and got her in relationship that he's a lot better. I'm missing a really good song as well. It's that potato, potato, let's call the whole thing off song. <laughs> but I think we're at the end of it now, so I'm not going <laughs> to emulate. Oh, here we are now. So another, another one of couple. these these couples. Yeah. And these two are like talking equal amounts, mm-hmm. telling their story that they've told a million times before because they're like just chipping in with each other's stories. kind of Yeah. It's just the one where they like have several years apart. Yeah, 34 years that they hadn't seen each other and then they saw each other again. Gosh. <laughs> but again, I think every couple is... Oh, and there's one couple where one or both of them are people of colour, I think. The rest are white. Yeah. yeah. So it's really poor on that. And, and they're all hetero couples, married couples. Mm. Yeah. So now we're at an airport, <laughs> which becomes pivotal. Yes, five years later. Follow. So this will be 1982. Just right. to, I'll keep an eye on the date. So Sally, yes. <laughs> Please do, because I'm telling Try to understand what they're wearing accordingly. So Sally is snogging her person at the airport. We've got another public display of affection. Yeah. And Harry is just pausing. He just happened to be walking past and he's pausing. And it's actually that he knows the guy that she's snogging. Um, That's right. And yeah. is saying hi to Joe who is Sally's beau of the moment. Really? How old, how old do you think Joe is? Like Joe's older than Sally, right? I mean, they're all, it's difficult because they're all older actors and they are because this is still... Because Sally's looks... I mean, again, it's interesting. Sally remains looking really young, whereas yeah. Harry, Harry significantly aged from yeah. the, the earlier one. Maybe it's like a, mm. a makeup uh, thing. But like, you know, I guess women are meant to stay young looking. Yeah. in a way that men don't have to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she now has straight hair. I forgot about this scene completely. Yeah. I like how he hasn't done up all of the buttons on his waistcoat. <laughs> what, Joe? Yeah. I don't like, like anything about Joe's look. Joe no, looks like it. a, uh, like, uh, what do you call them, those with the, what, the puppets? Um, the what? <laughs> the puppets, you know, like in the... Muppets? <laughs> no, he doesn't look like a Muppet. He looks like those puppets. Um, oh, what were they called? Where there's like, um, the, in the car with the butler. <laughs> Lady Penelope. What Thunderbirds. 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 He looks like the Thunderbirds. He looks like he's in the Thunderbirds. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting because she's remembering the conversation that happened like a couple of minutes ago, but to her it was five years ago. Yeah. Can you be friends? With uh, can men and women just be friends? 
and he says he doesn't agree but then he doesn't have any women friends so no <laughs> but i will get one if it's important to you and Aww. then they snog some more oh yeah and she's remembering her friend which is interesting isn't it because you know, <coughs> those uh I guess they're reflecting there on those really like those relationships that seem super important to us at the age of like yeah well, however old they were but drifting yeah like nineteen twenty yeah, yeah and then it's uh, and then they drift. She's now looking all loved up on the plane. No one looks that good on a plane. <laughs> like whenever I'm on a plane, I'm just looking very grumpy. Oh, I've and been upset on a plane. The whole time. And it's liminal space for me. I'm like, this is when I do my writing. I get creative on the plane. Right. Think about my life. But I wouldn't probably be doing that face unless I guess I've been snogging someone in the airport just now. I just fall asleep listening to George Michael. Apparently, oh, that's right. what I do. Yeah. Yeah, you are really into George Michael at the moment. Love George Michael. Pray for St. George. But I do like Harry Connick Jr. a little bit. Yeah. 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 He plays a serial killer in one film, which I thought was a strong move. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is a strong move. With Sigourney Weaver. Huh. Mm. Anyway. Um, so Harry's coming on to Sally again. And then, really, he's still a bit a pickup artist. Yeah, he's still doing the moves. Yeah. Um, and the person sitting next to Sally is letting them move. And the reason that uh, Harry knew it was Sally is because she started ordering a cocktail in the same kind of way that she ordered the apple pie. Yes. yes. Although That's I also cute. think that, that was a big neg. It was, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. she's not being very real with him though either yeah. no well she's been quite I think she's well she's made it clear she didn't want to sit next with him and he's yeah. just completely ignoring her yeah, so exactly. consent is you know Harry is not good on consent no there's not a lot of consent happening mm. here sadly no I don't want to ruin the film for a I'm quite liking like... his tank top yeah I mm. <laughs> oh, <never mind>. um, <laughs> I never considered not sleeping with you a sacrifice yeah, so I like Sally that. yeah very good I, don't, I feel like my arms would be cold in that top Mm, I feel like on, on an airplane, he's too. I don't know. They're both just not comfortable enough. I feel like I want. I, I want to get to a place where I feel like it would be okay on the rare occasion that I go on an airplane that I wear like a jogging suit. I think that would be the awesome okay. thing to wear. Well, I think he's some kind of in some kind of business, so he's yeah, like. Yeah, get changed smart. into a jogging suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the or a onesie, <laughs> you could wear a onesie on the plane. Yeah, although <laughs> toileting is tricky. Oh, ones, yeah, yeah, it? you want to yeah. be able to toilet quite easily. Yeah. But yeah, I'm liking how it's looking. It's occurring to me that my gender has shifted significantly since I last watched this film because oh, yeah? I've probably only watched it, like, I've watched it a lot, but a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So I definitely didn't look at Harry's wardrobe in a kind of I might wear that mm-hmm. kind of way, okay. um, which I'm doing this time. So there yeah. you go. This is how things change as such gender shifts. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Harry's getting married apparently oh yeah Helen lawyer yeah Mm. gosh don't want to marry a lawyer (laughs) is that right (laughs) that's uh, just some personal beef (laughs) Um, and Sally's saying that's just so optimistic of you Harry (laughs) (laughs) she's very surprised that he's embracing life and falling in love uh, but then yeah, he's saying yeah. he's getting married because he's just tired of all of the single guy life. So he is really cynical and ridiculous. Treating people still. as objects. And yeah. I never understood this. What is the white man's overbite? Uh, I think he was doing it there where you kind of go like that with your teeth and go. Like when you're dancing or when yeah, you're. Yeah, I'm doing sex it now to so you. Like, okay. Like I, that looks, yeah. Uh, 
I mean, like, it's not cool. That's the only reference to whiteness in this whole film. Yeah. <laughs> Saturated in whiteness. Yeah, exactly. I guess that's the thing that's going to come out of the of all of the films that we see. Like, individual well, if we see films them from this telling point, yeah. stories about whiteness is mm. not necessarily in and of itself a problem, but when an entire swathe of movies yeah. are all about whiteness and when Hollywood is saturated in, uh, in telling white stories, then it's... Absolutely. It's, that's this problem, point of this it? point in time, there were maybe more in the 90s there were occasional rom-coms with black characters but generally aimed at purely at a black audience yeah. like it was assumed that black people would want to watch white people in a rom-com but not vice versa yeah um which hopefully is shifting to some extent but yeah i hope so yeah. mm. they're on a travelator and they're not walking which is nowhere near as offensive as the other things are offensive. Oh, now they're walking. Yeah, well, she's trying to get away from him. And again, hashtag consent. Hashtag come on. <laughs> yeah, he's just following her along. But the thing about, like, why do people stand on those? They are slow moving. You're meant to be walking along them. Okay. Look, look. <laughs> Walk, everyone. You'll get that much more. You're not walking that much more quickly than the, 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 the guy there in the, um, the black guy in the army uniform or the security uniform. Like, they're meant to be walking. Yeah. That's what I'll travel later is. Anyway. <laughs> I think so, we missed the whole bit. Of, what, what, what have they just had a conversation about? I don't know. I'm upset about the travel later. Anyway, the... I think he... Was, was he suggesting they have sex now? <laughs> I can't even remember what that conversation was about. Probably she's looking... Yeah, she's, she's offended by him. Yeah. Okay, now we're another couple. Um, oh, the, this couple um, divorced several times and got married again. Right, right. Like uh, Richard Burton and... Um, Oh yeah, Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like they were married, they were the first one and then like divorced a couple times and then he got married to her again later on. She's remembered her name of all of the cast <laughs> <laughs> that he was with. Oh. oh, that's so interesting. I love her face. Her face yeah. is amazing while he's telling the story. Who has all the agency here? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Oh my gosh, her face is put. It's like without, <laughs> without the sound, you see it even more. Carrie Fisher! Well, yay! I did like so. It's in 1987. Right. And that's where we are, isn't it? We're, we're pretty much in. We're in Central Park in 1987. Oh, right Central now. Park, right, right? Yeah, that's Central Park. You can go visit that place. In fact, I have visited that place. Right. Yeah, where they have that that conversation. It involves flying, though, doesn't it? Oh, you're right, you're right. I know you're right. He's like the whole way through, she's with this married guy, and everyone's telling her to break up with him. He's never going to leave his wife. And she always says, You're right, you're right. I know you're right. And then just stays right on in that relationship. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that line. Oh, and then she's saying she's broken up with Joe. And Carrie Fisher's like straight away. What is Carrie Fisher's name in this? I can't remember. It her character. Sound... We'll just call her Carrie Fisher. Anyway, she's, she's like, she's like saying it's really bad that Sally's broken up because she had a date on national holidays. Like oh. it's this whole like you mustn't be single. This clock is ticking thing. Like yeah. just women are never allowed to do what it is they want to do, can they? It's mm. like they can never be in a relationship just for themselves. It always has to be in a relationship with someone else. And then yeah. they, if they're Marie. in Marie, oh. Carrie Fisher's called Marie. Okay, Marie is now reading out like. Uh, she's got like a Rolodex of like, of like single. yeah people that Sally should get together with <laughs> you Marie. might be okay with this guy you don't have a problem with chins <laughs> Marie Marie just 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> be there for your, ask your friend what support she needs. Yeah. Like, don't just like, yeah. Immediately reaches it. But again, it's Sally, fun to Sally is good at calling people on their shit because Sally's yeah. like, no, this is not appropriate. Yeah. But at the moment where she's, you know, she's used up a lot of emotional resources talking mm. about what's going on for her. And now she's just having to like defend her position where really, yeah. if they were being like really good at the minute, they'd be listening. And they'd just be listening to things. her. Yeah, exactly. It wouldn't make for a very good rom-com, but it's like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our version of Harry Met Sally is not as, as great. Yeah. Oh, remember what happened with this guy? His wife left him. Everyone said, give him some time. Don't move in too fast. Six months later, he was dead. Mm. And Sally's like, what are you saying? I should get married to someone right away in case he's going to die. <laughs> At least you could say you were married. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if somebody else grabs the person you could have married? Oh, it comes from such a place yeah, of scarcity, scarcity and yeah. not abundance. Right. Like, and they live in New York. <laughs> oh, and now we see um, Harry is talking to his mate. Yeah. Um, and the, oh, they're doing a Mexican wave all the way through. I remember all the way through the conversation because they're at this ball game. Yeah, that's right. This is when Mexican waves were. Like, Mexican waves became popular uh, in 1986. Is that right? Yeah, at the Mexico World Cup. Oh, so maybe this is why it was such a thing. Yeah, yeah. maybe they were kind of yeah, bringing it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so... I love his friend's Tash. It's, yeah, it's really good. And, like, Harry's now got a little beard. It's a nice little beard. Yeah. Um, That's Harry's look now, isn't it, for the rest yeah, of the film? Yeah, for the rest of the film. And so he's also breaking up with Helen. Um, and she's asked for a separation... I guess they're doing like a, they're kind of negotiating a non-exclusive relationship out of the yeah negotiation, some kind of non-monogamous way of ending the well, relationship. In fact, you know, like. yeah, Helen's coming to him with yeah. a kind of different like maybe we could date other people, and he's you know like basically all or nothing. Yeah. About like how they do, he's not up for renegotiating a relationship. Yeah, Jess. Mm, Jess is Jess. the friend. Um, yeah. But it turns out that Helen's already kind of with somebody else. Yeah, one foot out of the door. Yeah. And then he's telling the story of how, like, she's only just told him and the moving people have come straight away. Yeah. Um, and one of the moving people has a T-shirt on that says, don't fuck with Mr. Zero, something. Okay. This is just about to happen. <laughs> this is the bit I remember, because Mr. Zero knew. That's the line. Right. Like, Mr. Zero knew. Yeah. One of them's wearing a T-shirt that says, don't fuck with Mr. Zero. Would you like, would you like that T-shirt for your birthday? <laughs> yeah, I think so. God, it would be like such an in-joke. Yeah. It was really mad. If we made it like, um, I would call you Dr. Zero though, wouldn't yeah, we? Yeah, Dr. Zero. Or MX Zero. Mix Zero. Mix Zero. Yeah. So you're saying Mr. Zero knew a week before you knew that you were getting a divorce. What could be worse than Mr. Zero knowing? It's all a lie. She was really seeing somebody else. Yeah. Oh, it's like the oh. either in love or without of love. It's like it's not they're not seeing love as like uh, as actions that we do with people. Are right. they? It's like you know, yeah. are you saying you're in love with me or are you not in love with me? And rather than you know just note like the, are you doing the, love? The, yeah, exactly. The day to day. They should be reading bell, bell hooks. I don't know if bell hooks's book was out. Yeah, in nineteen eighty. I'm sure it wasn't. So they couldn't have read it. But there must have been other stuff they could have read that was better than what they end up reading. There's a yeah. bit in a self help section coming up. Okay. We can look at all the terrible nineteen eighty self help books. Oh, Here it right. is. Here they are. <laughs> What's that one about sex? So you see how many times I've seen this? Oh yeah. right. Yeah. When men love women, 
Oh, oh, we've got to see what these are. Yeah, I might need to pause on these books. <laughs> no, we can't pause. No, we can't oh, pause. no, no, we can't because it will be confusing. If yeah, we're dear listener. On. Okay, right, we're just going to have to look really, really closely here. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so Marie, here the... Marie is talking about the married person that she's with again. Um, Sally's saying, no, he's never going to leave his wife. You're right, you're right, I know you're right. Yeah, I love that. So, Making life right when it feels wrong. Um, women, love men, stuff. love... Sex with confidence, how to achieve physical something. How men feel. <laughs> Someone is staring at you in personal growth. Mate, if this was a bookshop now, half those books would be written by you. Look look how many of these quotes I know before they Yeah, come that's up. not, it's, that's, not imp, that's not impressive. Sex and morality. Wow. Oh, okay, so she's trying why would why would Sally mm-hmm. be trying to set her friend Marie up with this guy who's just been this awful pickup artist? I don't think she's up? I don't think she's genuinely trying to. No, do that. she's just kind of like, yeah. But, mm. Oh, so this is six years on now, yeah, from the last time. And she's anyway, he's obnoxious. Dear listener, you should go to this health help um, part of the bookshop. Yeah, find one of our books enjoy or sex. One I don't of know if you want books. to, yeah, and just hang around, look at all the cool people you might bump into. Mythic Tarot. Virginia Woolf. Why is Virginia Woolf in the self-help section? I mean, that would be more useful than anything else. Yes, definitely have that. (laughs) Uh, This is is where Harry is a bit more vulnerable and sweet. Yeah, so he's been through, he's going through a breakup. He understands. Yeah, look at his little face. It's like, now I understand humanity. Yeah. It's five years later. So that's 10 Mm. years since they first met. He actually gives a shit about her finally for the first time. Yeah. He's actually interested in her, yeah. yeah. No, not in the interested in her way, but he's actually showing yeah, interest yeah, in her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and he's saying, yeah, I'm getting a divorce. Yeah, poor sausage. Yeah. And she now she's, like, genuinely, like, giving a shit about him too. It's kind of nice. They actually care about each other now. Yeah. And they end up going for coffee, talking about it. This is the thing about the hard floor. They said they didn't want to get married. They wanted to be able to have sex on the floor in the kitchen and they wanted to go off to like Italy at a moment's notice or something. Yeah, so she was saying how they didn't want kids or marriage. And sex is very important here. It's all yeah. about like you want to you want to have this long term relationship with sex all the way through it, yeah. which is like this Hollywood dream, uh, which we talk about in enjoy sex how when and if you want to <laughs> I mean is that something that the older couples talk about is it assumed with the older couples that sex uh, do you remember whether they talk about sex very rarely yeah, yeah so like there's this idea that the young couples should be having sex mm. but I think there is an idea that the older couples won't be which is really ageist and problematic too there's that ageist thing going on but there's also that assumption that you have this really hot sex at the beginning of your romantic relationships and that dies off yeah but it's like it can't die off too quickly because she's yeah. saying like it's a problem yeah, yeah. That that's why she doesn't want to get married and she doesn't want to oh and then she's saying that she does want kids yeah because she's seeing a family with some kids and she's kind of getting a bit choked up yeah, yeah. Oh, it's nice that they can be vulnerable with each other but yeah. it's like it's I mean they've got there's been nothing going on in their relationship mm. so far that would enable them to have this kind of conversation with each other that yeah. they really are, they are essentially strangers who have had like yeah. a, uh, this kind of abrasive relationship in the past where yeah. one of them is kind of 
really just been kind of inappropriate the whole time and then suddenly they're deciding to open up to each other I guess there's like a mutually assured yeah thing going on or like a codependent thing going on it is a bit but it's, I guess because they've both met at this time when they're, they're particularly vulnerable having just gone through these breakups so I guess it's, it's like another one of those stories isn't it you know that. Mm. when people are feeling the same and they get together it's, there is like a there are micro moments of positivity resonance going on there, aren't there? Mm. They're looking into each other's eyes, they're listening to each other attentively. Yeah, and, and sharing those stories. What's really interesting is people keep saying to Sally that she sounds really healthy when she's talking about this breakup. Yeah. And there's, this, there's quite a nice kind of little subplot about how she's covering it up and then eventually it re- the floodgates kind of open. Mm. Um, like, but whenever everyone says she's being really healthy, there's this kind of like numb look on her face. Like she's not really feeling the feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about that before. <laughs> He's still such a wanker. Yeah. <laughs> but she, she calls really him on the negging. It sounds like a compliment, but really it's an insult. But this is, but that, this is what is... The term microaggressions, I think, is really useful mm. one here. It's like this constant barrage. That she's constantly yeah, yeah, and she's just constantly having to stick up for herself mm. with him and also with Marie to an extent. Yeah, it's absolutely. Like, um how it must be very difficult for Sally to to tune into what her Tanita are and, and really mm. <gasps> so early yeah so they're kind of forging a friendship but yeah like there's this kind of I think you're right that it's like what's it based on yeah um, and also like he's still sceptical about whether that can be possible you know you may be the first attractive woman I've not wanted to sleep with in my entire life that's wonderful Harry <laughs> <laughs> it's a wonderful neck it's nice yeah but the, one of the interesting things I find about this and it reminds me of something written in that um, modern romance book sadly by Aziz Ansari but you know it's still a good book mm. um, that he co-wrote actually but it's like looking at the dating patterns of people years ago and it was that you would be um, that if you lived in a city you're very likely to date somebody on who lives in your block yeah yeah. Uh, or lives in your neighbourhood, and that's basically how people meet, and that's what they're describing here. Yeah, it's like, yeah, um, yeah. Literally, like the closeness of those communities. Mm. Nowadays, of course, people can be having intense uh, relationships with people from across the planet. With yeah, people they never meet. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Such a different situation. Interesting difference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess much more around similarity of interests and things. I guess that's the thing about rom-coms a lot of the time is that they they say that some ways of meeting are romantic and other ways of meeting are not romantic i still mm. think that, that one of the dominant cultural messages is that it's not romantic to meet somebody online yeah or for a relationship just to happen online it is you are meant to have these like yeah moments of kismet aren't you and, and a lot of these stories we're hearing of people who got together broke up got back together again or like knew each other for ages and then got together mm. that seems to be what they regard as romantic here yeah. Um, but this is a meta, a meta moment because they are watching Casablanca and having a conversation on the phone while they're watching it. And they're both watching it Wait, at the that, same... Wait, that's not happening now. Yeah, it is. Like, we're, we're seeing a montage of them and their lives. Right. But the, the, the audio, which we're seeing on subtitles, oh. is that they're watching Casablanca. They're both in bed in their respective apartments having a conversation whilst watching Casablanca. Wow. And I'm saying that's quite meta because you and I are here watching this film together while they're watching a film in the film and talking about the film. That is meta. Yeah. So in a minute, we'll talk about Casablanca. 
yeah, they're going to talk about Casablanca in a moment. Right. But we're just seeing this montage of like, this is their burgeoning friendship. And like. But it's also like how they deal with the yeah. breakups, though, isn't it? It's oh, like there's a lot of them, yeah, dealing like Sally's like going to aerobics. Whereas he's just kind of being a bit mopey around his flat most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Neither of them are just in bed. <laughs> this is where he can't stand that she's putting the mail in the mailbox in this really funny way. <laughs> oh, and now here, here they are watching yeah. the last scene Split of Casablanca. Screen, yeah. Goodbye, Rick. I will miss you. It is such a great film. Yeah. Oh, now how is like who, describing two kinds of women: high maintenance and low maintenance. Low maintenance, Ingrid Bergman. Whereas he's going to say that Sally. Oh, Sally's the worst kind. She thinks she's low maintenance, but she's actually high maintenance. And why would only women be classifiable in this way? Yes. Yeah. And I don't think that having food on the side makes you high maintenance. I think it just means that you're self-consensual and you know what you like. Yeah, asking for, I mean... I just want it the way I want it. It's often yeah. easier, in certainly in relationships, for people to know exactly what it is that they want. And then all you have to worry about is... Yeah, it's way lower maintenance yeah. than someone you have to figure out, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, rather than um, what do, you know, what, what would you like? Oh, I'll have whatever you like. That's mm. like, you know, that's... Um, that's it's much easier it's lower maintenance for people to say exactly how they want exactly their to be trust. yeah or sex like sex and food are a good metaphor here yeah yeah do they do they have sex in this I can't remember what of course they do can you remember oh yeah <laughs> I mean, are there like sex scenes oh it's after she finally finds yeah. that Joe's like with somebody else a paralegal called Kimberly she finally completely breaks down and sorry about spoilers dear sorry listener. we're st- gonna spoil you and that is exactly when he comes around and has sex with her yeah, so yeah. again like really non-consensual Harry yeah well, let's 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 yeah. wait and see how sorry. what that's like <laughs> what are they I like the uh, I like the comparison with uh, here about the how they how they do the go to bed business I like the split screen it's really yeah. cute yeah Sally's like, no, why Sally doesn't turn the light off? Some people don't like. Oh no, she is oh, there. Yeah. There we go. And he's. Oh, like, it really he's... does go dark. That's good. Yeah. Often in films, it never goes dark when people turn the lights off. Yeah, he's just staying awake, like moaning to himself. <laughs> Bless him. Flipping, is he looking for porn the now? Is that what he's doing? Oh, he's flipping through the channels anyway. Yeah. And now they're talking about dreams, and he's saying that he had a dream that he was making love in front of an Olympic panel. Um, who his mum gave him a really low score. There's a Spike Milligan sketch about that. It's very, yeah. very funny. Um, that's funny. Yeah, that is funny. Oh, oh nice. Central Park in the fall. Beautiful. And this is the kind of iconic outfit that Sally is wearing here to get yeah. a little queer eye on everybody. But yeah, this is like with the hat and this kind of... It's a great outfit. Yeah, this film is often compared to Annie Hall, which is... Um, mm. Actually, I know Annie Hall a lot better than this film. I've just realised. Yeah, I know but, that really well um, as well. I don't, I don't really get the comparisons, apart from the fact it's like a, well, she's been, it's a Manhattan love story. Isn't well, it? I think the comparison is they've both got a woman who's um, not just a sex object, you know, who has a real character yeah. um, that isn't just about classic kind of stereotypical femininity. And, you know, that like a lot of guys really like those films yes. because they actually did prefer women yeah. like that. Um, but, you know, like when you watch them back, you know, they're problematic in the way that we're still really bad in the way that the women are portrayed compared to the guys. The guys are the ones with the agency. Yeah, exactly. And the, the Woody Allen character was trying to, was trying to turn Annie Hall into someone else. And when she turned into someone different to what he wanted to be and found her own yeah. agency, then that was threatening. And then he realized he was in love with her because then they can do, they can only do his emotional work with one person and wanted, 
her yeah. basically to help him through the breakup essentially yeah um which is classic uh shitty man behavior really yeah it is it is really both of them are about shitty men that women still go for even though they're really shitty yeah well he's being quite sweet right now yeah there's something nice it's nice that they're they can enjoy each other's um mm-hmm. oh they're doing the foot the waiter there's too much the, pepper on my paprikash but i'd be proud to partake of your pecan pie right yeah. so he's doing like a spanish accent here isn't he yes I th- yeah. yes no i don't know um billy crystal's lineage and how, how quite how problematic this scene is yeah yeah i suspect quite a lot that's a good beard though isn't it yeah he's not doing that thing where you like you don't want to trim it on the jawline i think that's always a mistake when i see that i think tan from queer eye no um jonathan from queer eye would agree with us about that he would yeah yeah um Oh, now he's dissing her outfit and she looks great. This whole thing is still quite I think you should wear naggy. skirts more. No. You look really good in skirts. Oh, come on. It's kind of naggy still. Really naggy. This is a cool outfit, mate. But she did that flicker of a smile there because then she was thinking, oh, so he's noticing what I'm wearing and what oh, I look good and what I don't look yeah. good. Oh, yeah. Oh, so sad. Yeah. Sorry, we do like this film. <laughs> <laughs> and she's wearing a skirt in the next yeah. scene. Oh, no, no, they're, they're kilots. We're good. It's all right. Is that uh, kilots? Yeah. I don't know. It's they shorts, kilots, isn't yeah. it, of some kind? Oh, good, good. I like his outfit in this scene. The jeans and the jumper combo with the white white jumper and white trainers. Yeah. is very 80s. Um, can we just say, can we talk about um, money at this point? Like, yes, they are so rich and privileged. They are so rich and privileged. Yeah. They're not really working very hard, are they? they no, no, they never work. I don't think this, um, I mean, maybe things were like that in the 80s. You mm. know, maybe there was more of a kind of a nine to five culture. But I think that... Mm. Um, it was very racist in this scene as well. Oh, really? About Ethiopians, yeah. Um, again, like it was just seen as like a fine comment to make here. But they're talking about the terrible dates they've been on and how hard it is to date when you're still really bruised and broken from a breakup. Right. And like, yeah, just like something his date has said has reminded him like so like tangentially of his person, mm-hmm. of, of his person he's just broken up with. Has the racist thing happened? Or yeah, is it no, no, it's all, it has always been and gone. Yeah. Um, Sally's saying like it might be so long before we're able to have sex with somebody new and he's like oh no we had sex with her even though it's a terrible date but there's that yeah this whole kind of like men men sex women love kind of stereotype in this film too yeah yeah I do like this um I do like their relationship this is like classic um some really interesting uh articles about this about how men can do a lot more intimate work if they're doing an activity together yeah you always see um harry and jess um in these kind of like they're at the ball game or they're doing baseball and again i do like that neither of them is like stereotypical masculinity like they're both just these guys right you know they're just kind of yeah i think they do quite small guys yeah Yeah. Mm mm-hmm I think it's that thing of finding spaces within stereotypical masculinity to do non-stereotypical masculinity. Right, and like, right. It's like they're both playing baseball, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like... Uh, yeah, they are doing the masculine thing. This is I have a joke with my male friends about this when I'm hanging out with them and we're mm. having like big conversations that, you know, I say, you know, this is what being a man's all about. And then, you know... Uh, oh, you made a woman meow? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'd forgotten that line. <laughs> You can't get over it. Look at his face. You made a woman meow. 
Oh, now here is the classic scene of the whole movie. Yeah. Right. I even forgot about this. And it's the most famous scene this in the This is the film. most famous scene. And this is why, like, you know, it was kind of, like, edgy when this came out, if you believe it. Yeah, and this is still it. what people really remember from this film. I, yeah. just, I think about the sandwiches. I mean, they look, yeah. they look pretty good to me. The, they're big sandwiches. They are big. Big-ass sandwiches. I mean, the big servings aren't there in America. Yeah. Okay, so... That's like pastrami on rye and this yeah. like turkey, is it? Turkey on rye, I think, yeah. as well. Um, yeah, it's not a great movie if you're vegetarian or vegan. No. Um, so they're talking here about... So really, Harry's been having the sex. Yeah. And he didn't want any kind of um, romantic commitment. Mm. But they are different things, right? And so Sally's saying that they should always come together. Oh, here we go. Come to the orgasm thing. Yeah. So now, yeah. She, so he's saying that the, the women, the women he's dating, are having a fine time because they're coming. Yeah. And like that's that's good enough. It's okay to be just shagging around, you know, which is totally legit that he is. But um, she's saying that the women might well be faking orgasm. Yeah. And this is the classic scene of the movie because. She's saying all men think that it doesn't happen to them and it really does. And it, yes, this is true. The research bears this out that, you know, a lot of women feel that they have to fake orgasm in order to please men or reassure yeah. men about their performance. Um, so it did raise an interesting, you know, that this became a discussion, public discussion yeah. around this movie. Yeah, I um, think that's important. But they didn't properly get into the gender of, you know, um, fragile masculinity or, you know, women having to be pleasing mm-hmm. or any of that, you know. People need to read Simone de Beauvoir. Have I mentioned her twice now? In this? <laughs> I think so. I, mean, I, yeah. talk, I talk about her quite a lot as well. It's just, yeah, maybe she'll go read Simone de Beauvoir becomes my... Yes. Um, <laughs> and she wrote some novels as well, so you don't have to read the philosophy. You can read the oh, novels too. Okay, right. yeah. Anyways, um, we're now in the So she's having orgasm. an orgasm now, mm-hmm. and uh, it's all very embarrassing and non-consensual for everyone else involved. But, well, it's uh, quite interesting. It is non-consensual for everyone else involved, that is true. But it's quite interesting to see her trajectory from how embarrassed she was talking about sex when they were on the road trip to yeah. now she's like, fuck it. Um but yes, I agree. It's not. We're seeing all of the people shocked expressions, <laughs> um, and the, the urban myth at the time was that the when she's done, some the the woman on one of the other tables says, "I'll have what she's having," and apparently that was supposedly that was ad libbed, and it wasn't planned. Ah, yeah. Oh, nice. Here we go. Here we go. I'll have what she's having. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now we're in Central Park again, but it's winter. Maybe we should talk about the orgasm scene some more because okay. it's like a big, it's a big thing, isn't on, it? So, um, so I mean, obviously, if we were writing the film, we wouldn't be putting so much uh, emphasis on the experience of an orgasm. Yes. And, you know, when he was saying, you know, that he knows that people are having an enjoyable time when because they're, they're with, having orgasm. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. So it's like, so there, there is that. You know, the there are so many more messages for women to do a performance of enjoyment than there are men and then often but the corollary is and we never we haven't talked about it here but the assumptive corollary is that men aren't enjoying it as much and that all no mm. sorry the assumptive corollary is that as a baseline men are enjoying all sex that right. is happening to yeah, them yeah, yeah. and they never have to perform any kind of enjoyment because of course they're enjoying it yes so it's like all of it questionable yeah yeah um and if we're looking to if we're looking to sex 
if we're looking, if we're only looking to get orgasms as a way of enjoying sex, then we're uh, closing off all the other different kinds of enjoyment that we can get from sex or intimacy. Absolutely, it's a so lot more about that. They never, they never unpack podcast. what makes successful sex apart yeah. from it's just like yeah, really basic. And I think when there is a sex scene, if there is an, if there is a sex scene, um, then that kind of has that. That sense of sex. He's shaved. He's shaved. He has that. shaved. I thought he stuck with that beard. No, he shaved off again. Yeah. I think it might come back again, though. So they're very close here, aren't they? And they're not having sex. Yeah. And they they are in this very lovely, intimate New Year's friendship. Yeah. Um, and it's romantic as fuck. Yeah. Right. There is a lot of romance going on in yeah. this relationship at this point. But it's like it isn't. It, if there is that, then it means that they have to then be sexual as well instead yeah. of enjoying it. If they ask me, I could write a book about the way you walk and listen and look. Oh yeah, how to make two lovers from friends. You see, that's why this song, this is why this song at this moment in the in the movie. Yeah. And they look like, are we gonna kiss? But then he's like, want to get some air, and they they go outside instead. This is not how most of my New Year's Eves go. Most well, of my New Year's Eves several are, of your New Year's Eves. are with more than just one other person. Yeah. Oh, but like this is not all our friends. Then they've just gone no. to somewhere where you dance, but you don't know the other people. I don't. Yeah, That's I don't weird. think so. Huh. Hmm. People are already on our long sign, and they've not said Happy New Year to each other yet, have they? No. And then they start talking about old Lang Syne and what yeah. does it mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they have a little kiss and a hug. That seemed nice. Mm. Oh, fade away. They could have, yeah, they could have stuck with that. Yeah. You know, it was like, up to now, their, yeah. their relationship's got to a place where it's it's mutual, mm. it's they're helping each other through breakups, but also they're just spending really nice times together in a very intentional, consensual, nice way. Yeah, mm. yeah, no, I think if it's the really film nice. ended there, it would be a really different film, huh? Oh, very different film. Yeah. But you know, like, what is... Oh, look, I knew the way you know about a good melon. Oh, That's yes. my favourite line of the film. Important bit. <laughs> so we were, talk- we were talking about this... Um, we were talking about this years ago, like, mm. that love is a combination... You said this, and <laughs> I, I say this, that I, you, we always have this conversation, who said this, and I say it, you said this. It's like, <laughs> love is a combination of things happening to you and you making them happen. Uh, that's You said that. And then you said to me, you know, like an sometimes you just know there's a good melon. Yeah. Like, you know, there, so there is like a... Yeah. There is like a kind of an instinct going on there as yeah. well, isn't there? Mm-hmm. And um, we always talk about uh, about everything being biopsychosocial. And I think that's mm. like what's going on there is that there is like a... Yeah, there's a flavour of like, this This could happen here. This yeah. is a potential. And then there's a kind of intentionality coming in of like, yeah, do we want to go there? Um, yeah. Or like, what direction do we want this to go in? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marie is still with her her married man and <laughs> he's never going to leave her you're right you're right I know you're right yeah yeah there we go <laughs> I love but Marie. it's interesting because we've got um, mm. well, guys doing some nice guy chat yeah I like this but with Marie and Sally like uh, the pressure is on uh, Marie to be, get out of that relationship and to be single, and the pressure is on Sally to get out of being single and to be in a oh, relationship. That's really interesting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I guess for Marie, it's to get to get rid of the guy who's never going to be able to actually marry her. Still yeah. very marriage focused. It's really yeah. interesting how it's 
you know, not even just a relationship, but marriage. No. But in the 80s, there's already this precarity around marriage because there's the thing with Marie's Rolodex, whereas if one of the guys is married, she kind of dog-ears that, that card because, yeah. like, they know that marriage isn't going to last for very long. Yeah. And she's going to undog-ear it. Yeah. So, like, I mean, this is, you know, this first period of the sort of 70s, 80s where people were starting to get divorces so often. Yeah. That, you know, that's where all those self-help books were coming from. It's like, oh, suddenly relationships are kind of in crisis. You know? Yeah, that's really interesting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I guess this was the point in time when all this pressure started to be on relationships to be everything to people, mm. which is what we see in all of these rom-coms. It's like finding the one mm-hmm. who's going to be, you know, your best friend and your cheerleader and your great sex mm-hmm. the rest of your life and all of these things. And people, particularly when people are moving to the city as well, yeah. which is what this is, you know, all about. And in contrast to where people stay in the communities that they were in, yeah. and be and have that community fulfil a lot of these things for them. Mm. That the that that drive to meet this one other person who's going to meet all of those needs in that city, yeah, um, in particular, is a big deal. What's happened here? Oh, so in this scene, they've tried to set up their best friends with each other. Yeah. So they're trying to set up Marie with Harry and they're trying to set up um, Jess with Sally. Yeah. Which works appallingly. But then Marie and Jess realise they've got shitloads in common. Yeah. Um, So it's really awkward until they realise that actually they don't, you know, Marie and Jess should be the ones talking to each other and Sally and Harry should be the ones talking to each other. What do we think about us having things in common? Have we ever talked about that? Oh, that's like, a good how important point. is that? Yeah, and, well, it depends know. on the, how you do the relationship, I suppose. Yeah. Like, what's in your overlap and what's in your separate areas? Like, how important is it, is it to have a lot of things in the overlap? I guess it's value. It's important to have values in common. It feels like these guys have a connection. Yeah. You know, like, she, she likes his stuff, his writing. Yeah. Um, and that's what kind of lights her up here, that she's like, wow, you know, I really resonate with the stuff you say. I wrote Pesto is the quiche of the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's like, that's really, that's really wise. <laughs> they got the season plan all wrong. If they did want to set, um, mm. if they wanted to set them up with, uh, just with uh, Sally and Marie with Harry, they should have sat in different places so they're sitting opposite each other. Oh, is that true? I think so. I th- I think people are supposed to be more like um, adversarial if they sit opposite each other rather oh, than the long side. Both those things are down to oxytocin. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the oxytocin um, uh, is more likely to to kick in if you're if you're more like if you're going to have those as we talk about micro moments of positivity and resonance. And oxytocin helps yeah. you to realise whether you should be antagonistic towards them or, oh, or okay. love them. So it's the tuning in hormone. Right, and that's um, affected by environmental. Yeah, I situation. think just my th- my personal theory. I'm not, yeah. you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I think it sounded very switch the seating around there. I noticed that she says, "I'm looking for a red suede pump," and so, like in Queer Eye, she refers to sh- to things that are plural in the singular, like we would say pumps. Yeah, um, and you know, like tan on Queer Eye is like, "I'm going to put you in a jean and a brogue." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. It's a interesting not, and then they make a move straight away don't they? yeah they do they're like oh we're gonna we're gonna take it really close, slow yeah. and not not do anything yeah, tonight and then, and then they get a cab together <laughs> 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 yep <laughs> yep well that goes back to our nre like do you leap in or do you take it slowly yeah. episode yeah <laughs> i mean it, it works out for them but they yeah. but they know like it's a melon don't they like, yeah like a good melon 
and this is like the only moment of cultural diversity around relationships. Right, yeah. Which is really, yeah, like and quite... it's about arranged marriage. Quite it? a tokenistic, yeah. yeah. I mean, it would be so much more interesting. I guess there's a really interesting generational piece, like you were saying, is that nearly all these older couples that we're seeing mm. will have started relationships when relationships worked in a completely different way mm. yeah. to the way they worked for Harry and Sally. Um, and, yeah, more along the... Like, yeah, like you said, living nearby each other mm. and maybe families even knowing each other. Yeah. And then there's this example um, of this couple where they, they then it, it actually was an arranged mm. marriage by, by somebody in his village. Um, but yeah, to, why would you have the one example of global diversity? It's like here's this Western norm mm. just compared against this one example of diversity from somewhere else in the world instead of like you know, embedding that through the whole movie that there's lots of ways of doing relationships. I think that's one of the, the mistakes that um, is made when uh, it's made around di- when people are aware of diversity uh, as, and they kind of treat it as like a bit of an add-on. Yeah, know. we just do one token of stick yeah, and like to cover the, the whole like, rest yeah. of the world. It's even worse because it's like, it's yeah. just like, here's the West where we do things right yes. and here's like one example from the whole rest of the world that exactly. like summarises everybody else's ways of doing it. Yeah. It's terrible. It's been like those shows where they have like um, one or two black characters, but don't feature anything about um, their experience of blackness in a, a white world, and they yeah. don't experience any racism or anything. And it is kind of tokenistic, and it's like, yeah, yeah. But that's, yeah. We're now watching Capitalism, just so you're aware. Yeah, <laughs> like they're in this, I mean, this was the '80s, right? It's like this all is, this junk. Like, like here's yeah. all this junk that people could buy to make their lives better. They're now doing karaoke in a shop. And something really bad is about to happen to Harry. Poor Harry. Oh, is this where he sees his ex? Yeah. Oh. Oh, my God. And there's this whole thing about, like, you're in this city of millions of people and you still manage to run into your ex. But I guess if you shop in, like, super privileged places and so mm-hmm. do them. I mean, it looks like a, I mean, it looks like a radio shack, but with very few items on show. Yeah. Um... Look at the way that they're holding. <laughs> I mean, they do look terrible. They do look. Oh my god! I like that jacket. Yeah, um, <laughs> they're scary. Oh my god, they're so scary. Why are they introducing their full names? Yeah. Oh, Helen is frightening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ira. Oh gosh, it's so awkward. It's the oh. most awkward. <laughs> but it is like a power play going on, isn't it? Such a power play. Well, this is in Sex and the City as well. There's this whole mm. like line about how when you do run into your ex in New York, you know, you've got to be looking amazing and have a fabulous life. Ideally standing next to Meg Ryan. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, you know, like, yeah, he was yeah. standing next to Meg Ryan. Yeah, exactly. I guess she's not Meg Ryan in this movie, so. No. Yeah. She looks like Meg Ryan, though, so that's good, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, she was like. Oh, she's been really. This is like. She's been really supportive here. Oh my God, I don't fat like that. Phobia. I don't like that. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. It's awful. But, you know, she's just being, being there and like holding a space for him. And yeah. Oh, it's a Ficus Benjamina. That's a nice plant. That I would like. I'd plant. like one of those. Yeah. Right. She brought that. Oh, she's brought that from, for uh, Marie and Jessica. They're moving in together. The wagon wheel coffee table. I'd forgotten about this. It's awful. Oh, I love this scene. One of them loves it and one of them hates it. That's right. right. That's their, their like, it, their relationship. Right? Yeah, this is their relationship. They're moving into this ridiculous house or flat. Um, 
look at that place. It's crazy. Um, and yeah, they're arguing about whether he gets to keep his wagon wheel coffee table. And she's like, I'm right. You know, you have to... <laughs> yeah, I don't object to any of your things. If we had an extra room, you could put all your things in, including your bar stools. How could they do... How are they doing this argument, do we think? Poor. Yeah, I mean, could she's, be having... she's just acting like she's right. And she, she actually says you don't have good taste. He yeah. says, I have good taste. Everyone thinks they have good taste and a sense of humour. But they couldn't possibly all have good taste. Like, <laughs> That's wow. A very good point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would not let that coffee table into my flat. Yeah. No, Harry is proper triggered in this moment. Yeah. Six years later, you find yourself singing Surrey with a fringe on top in front of Ira. Yeah. Harry, uh, Harry, you're reactive. Talk, you need talk. to, you know, Harry needs to go and take a, like, ventilate the situation. No, <laughs> Do not talk from this place. I think he's right here. <laughs> okay, he's being real. He's being real. Yeah. They're very good friends. And he's, he's completely right. I'm with him. I know he's <laughs> reacting. I know he's very upset and it's not the right time to do it. Yeah. But I think that people need to step in here when people are at this stage in a, in a romantic relationship and say, look, yeah. you will... Put your name in all your books right now. Yeah, it's all going to end. <laughs> yeah. Either you will break up or one of you will die or you will both die. Oh, so, impermanence, yeah. You know, like... <laughs> Stupid wagon wheel, Roy Rogers, garage shell, right coffee table. Too. Everything you're saying here is right. I thought you liked it. <laughs> I was being nice. <laughs> oh my god! Well done, Harry. Like finally, Harry. Finally, I'm I'm liking Harry again. You do. You like him when he's being real. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it's, and actually, look at the good that it does them. I want you to know. I will never want your coffee table. I will never want that wagon wheel coffee table. That's a good scene. I love her outfit here. I, again, I like that her, sh- her her socks really match her jumper. Yeah. And her jumper is tucked in in a way that you used to be able to do in the 80s with this excellent belt. Those uh, high-waisted jeans are very fashionable right now. Oh, are they? Yeah, They're yeah, back yeah. in. You yeah, can yeah, the, you 90s are really big at the minute. Sally look again. I mean, obviously, I dress much more like him in this scene. Yeah. Yeah, this is pretty much my look. And a jean. It's a good look. A jean and a, what would you call it? A check shirt. I would like it if he went with a, uh, a, fr- a French tuck there. Do you want a French tuck on that? He's yeah. gone with a full tuck there. Yeah. That tuck. <laughs> oh, now he's angry with her. Oh, no. He's, now he's accusing her of being Miss Hospital Corners, like nothing ever gets to you. You never mm. get upset. Which is cool. I mean, it's a fair point. Like, but she doesn't ha- show her feelings. But yeah, but she's having to perform... Mm. all the time isn't she and yeah. he's only ever kind of asked her to perform oh good point and mm. so she's when they met she was like invested in being a happy person which is true mm. and he said he was invested in being a sad person but the thing is is like mm. <sighs> and this makes her angry yeah yeah people can have a Harry, different you're gonna have to, to move sex. back to New Jersey because you slept with everyone in New York yeah yeah I mean, they're talking about different ways of dealing with breakup, right? Like, yeah. he's, he's just throwing himself into it and being sexual a lot, but not really feeling much for anyone. And she's, like, kind of repressing her feelings. Yeah. And then he says he's sorry. Oh. I love these two at this point. Yeah. Look, oh, oh. Aww. He knows he's really hurt her. They were both just, they were just both so upset and, like, taken out on each other. But you're right. He was in a place where he was reacting. 
And she was saying, yeah. look, are you sure this is the right time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's taken out it's the gun with the... Gone with the oh, and then this I is like great. They're playing Pictionary. <laughs> but yeah, no, this, it was a nice balance of like being real. But yeah. And it's okay to make time for people when they're in that reactive space yeah. as well. It's like sometimes it is like, okay, clear the furniture away. Yeah. Someone is, you know, yeah. someone needs to. They weren't able that. to do it by themselves, but you know, it's all happening now. And I think um, the more you do that, the more they're able to express it without taking it out on people. Yeah. You know, it's because we don't have that encouragement to do that baby that people mouth. then baby fish mouth. <laughs> 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 I love all the arrows. I have so played that game of dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> Exorcist baby. <laughs> I can't remember who it is. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> Baby talk. talk. You should have drawn like a <laughs> baby fish with this <laughs> sweeping the nation. <laughs> uh, yeah, good point. Who are these new people? These are all their other friend, all their other white friends. Yeah. <laughs> In this other really expensive apartment. Yeah, really expensive. Who's that guy? Oh, that's who she's seeing at the moment. Oh, that's Whoa, right. I don't even remember him at no. all. Oh. Gosh. Oh, what, what, oh, it's this. Oh. I mean, it's him like for it's very this. Long. It's this zero sum game of relationships, right? Mm. That I mean, of oh, it's like romantic relationships trump all other relationships, even though their romantic rela- their relas- relationship is, is romantic. romantic as yeah, hell, actually. Yeah. Uh, but it's also like when one other person is um, experiencing joy in another relationship, that means they they can't experience that with others. It's like. Yeah. We're losing something because someone else has got something. Yeah, like that they're, they're just not as close now because both yeah. of them have a partner. I am loving Harry's outfit, by the way. Oh. I've never seen those braces before. Those trousers like, are suddenly, great. suddenly, I'm like super aware of Harry's. Look at that. Look yeah. at those braces. I want this it's whole outfit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it would look good like that, yeah. actually. Yeah, okay. This is my new look is Billy Crystal from Harry Met Sally. Great. Ideally with a French tuck. <laughs> is this you can't have party? a you can't have a French tuck with braces. Well, that, what's that going to look no, like? It's going to hang we, out like both have a sides. Loose tuck of the... at the front and then at the back, no tuck. And it'll look what, nice. Between the braces, why is this guy? Isn't how do the braces even work at the back? Oh yeah, good. No, yeah, good point. Look at, oh, turn around, Harry. Yeah, no, you're right because they go in at the back, so you can't have a French tuck. Now this is Harry looking at the back of a book again. This was this came up in the very first scene that he likes to look at the end of a book so that oh, he knows what's right. going to happen in case he dies. Yeah. Mm. He's still doing that at this point. Ah, here we go. This is the scene. So finally, Sally is feeling the feelings. Mm. A terrible perm. Oh, Sally, what did you do? <laughs> what did you do to your hair? That's not what she oh. said about. She's not said about the terrible hair or the terrible dressing gown. What oh. she said about is Joe is getting together with somebody else. Oh. It's a terrible dressing gown now. I mean, she still looks wonderful. She's in a mess, but she still looks amazing, right? It's yeah, I guess. Hollywood. Uh, yeah. She's definitely Hollywood. She's relaying the phone call she had with Joe, like they were being all kind, fine, and she was thinking, "I'm over you. It's all fine." He's, what he's doing here is brilliant. He's offering yeah. tissues. He's listening. He's holding the space. Yeah. He's paying. He's um, 
moving his head, showing that he's deeply listening. Yeah, nice. He's in, he's, they've learnt how to offer each other support over time. She works in time. his office. She's a paralegal. Her name is Kimberly. Oh, how has she got all this information? He just met her. She's mm. supposed to be his transitional person. She's not supposed to be the one. Oh, the one. Mate. Oh, yeah. The one. Oh. The one who gets married. Right. Mm. All this time been saying he didn't want to get married, but he just didn't want to marry me. Harry's looking good here. Yeah, this is a good outfit. Yeah. You should definitely get that jumper. Yeah. <laughs> then maybe I could have sex with dubious consent like he's about to have. Yeah, no, don't like, do that. I'm only terrible. This is terrible. <laughs> like, she's clearly, she's in a really bad emotional state, and this is the time that they choose to, yeah, not. Yeah. Not no. Uh, and he's being so nice and then he's not yeah there's something really lovely about the way he knows her so well in this scene though yeah and he's being really affirmative with her yeah. as well and it's like I'm gonna be 40 oh. when? someday in 8 years <laughs> <laughs> but it's there just sitting there like this big dead end 40 is not a big dead end let me tell you no but it's the, but it's the thing for the biological clock isn't it yeah, is well, it, yeah it's now yeah. what she's saying Charlie Chaplin had babies when he was 73 <laughs> yeah but he was too old to pick them up a little bit of ageism there yeah yeah oh. yeah this is not a time to have sex no. It's not a good time to have sex. Oh, it's so nice. And she blows his, her nose on his sweater and yeah. he says, go ahead. It's not one of my favourites anyway. Aww. And it's the first time she's like, she's been upset with him, but it's the first time where it's all mm. like the cultural scripts are coming into play for her as a woman. And, mm. um, and she's really feeling the feelings for the first time. Yeah. Uh, and he was going to make her some tea and yeah. then she's asking to be held for a bit longer oh, oh. we're mostly going oh because it feels really like it's really real and vulnerable oh. mm. someone, someone put a stop to this yeah. yeah that's just not a good time to do it have you seen Fleabag uh, I've watched the first two episodes and well, then I, somebody I, intervened and said like you know you need to be yeah it's quite intense yeah it's quite intense yeah it reminded me of seeing it I won't spoil it oh. uh, this was the billboard photo yeah like this was it so they've had sex and some it's just not right is it and she's kind of at first seems to be quite happy that it's happened or she's just performing like this is what you're supposed to do after sex but he's there's something definitely wrong for him and maybe he knows that he did something not great. Yeah. He's definitely, like, really numbed out in this scene. She, so she was, like, she was leaning in to kiss him more. Yeah. Just before they started um, kissing a lot. But it was his job in that place of, oh, his legs dangling out of the bed there. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah, his so. place as being the least vulnerable person yeah. there. To be like... Power. If Power this, and consent. Yeah. If yeah. this is if this is a thing that we're interested in, yeah, let's hold off for a day or two Absolutely. and see if that you know. And Do we come still back feel that way? Yeah. yeah, when you're not really upset. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can read it as that's what he's thinking in this moment. It's like mm. I've messed up, but I don't think he's got that much. Yeah. 
And you know, it's like everything they've built up um, is now in some kind of jeopardy. Yeah. Because of the, in his mind, you know, this wonderful relationship that they've got. Yeah. And it's like, just for a bit of sex, bit yeah. of rumpy pumpy. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's worth jeopardizing that great friendship for. No. I mean, which is not to say that people can't have friendships without having sex. We're just talking about mm. this particular relationship where yeah. at that moment. Yeah. Again, if like they left it a bit and they've been like, yeah. you know, they, they could have done a zine about like what kind of relationship <laughs> uh, they model yeah. it. I mean, we haven't even had that conversation. Like, no. Do they want friends with benefits? Yeah. You know, the, what, what difference would having sex make to them both in terms of how they understood the relationship? Yeah. They could have had like a, yeah written a Google Doc that they share and they update about how things are going for them. <laughs> like, could this just have been like friends with benefits? Yeah. At what point? I can't remember actually what comes next, but the um, what comes next is he's walking out the door. Yeah. Which is not going down well for her. No. Yeah. Where are you he going? He can just do this. He can just have sex. This is how he sees sex. They're both wanting yeah. sex are different things and he does have to go to Yeah, work. they haven't talked about the meaning of sex for them. Yeah. Like, we know that she hasn't had sex with anyone else since Joe, right? Yeah. Whereas he's been having sex with those of different people. Now she just feels like she's one of those people. Yeah. Like she's just suddenly gone way down in his ex- estimation because they've had sex. And he knew that sex had a different meaning for Yeah, her, right? he did know. They've talked about this. And now they both phone their best friend. And the best friends are obviously in bed together. This is kind of great. I yes. love this scene. <laughs> no one I know would call it this hour, says Jess. <laughs> and then his yep, phone rings. <laughs> when was the last time I used a payphone, MJ? Oh my gosh, I used to use them at uni. Yeah. Huh? Oh, Sally's in bed and... Uh, Harry's on the payphone. Uh, they've been praying for it. Yeah. Mm, it as if the it means. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Harry felt suffocated. And the friends are not. Yeah, they're not being real. No. Yeah, in fact, they're actually lying to them at this point. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, poor things. Yeah, but at least they have good friendships to reach out to. But I mean, I think... (laughs) They're putting them on the relationship escalator immediately. Yeah, exactly. Rather than, what does this mean for you now? And... How how might this change things? And mm-hmm. no, they're both deciding how Re- to say it was yeah, a mistake. Yeah, they're rehearsing their lines. <sighs> oh, not tuning into what they want. Mm-hmm. And they're saying it oh, was a mistake. They're not. They're, Oh. Mm. this is a point where they could have retained a friendship you know clearly the sex didn't feel great so but they do they really struggle to yeah go back to friendship after that 
I think that Harry is somebody who. Um, this is so weird as well. They're having just like this really big giant salad. green salad. <laughs> just yeah. literally, that's all they're eating is a massive green salad. <laughs> Dad, really different. With wine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, white wine has low calories, doesn't it? I it's think like, there's a it's whole the message that we're, yeah, yeah, exactly. God, I hated Yotis for that. Yeah, totally. So could they have had a this friendship where there was like sex happening like sometimes and sometimes not mm. whilst also whilst also they know that sex does different things for them and sex represents different things for them like I think it'd be have, a struggle if it has yeah. such different meanings for them because it feels like for Sally it's a really important intimate thing mm. and for him it's just you know it's much more like a pleasure thing that it doesn't really matter how much you know somebody but if you can articulate that right yeah. then you know then people might be able to find an accommodation maybe, for maybe it. yeah yeah certainly if they both know you know it's consent again isn't it they just really how can you consent when you don't really when you you know the other person's in it for different things yeah like um and you haven't really had that conversation no oh right maria's getting married now That's not a good wedding dress, I would say. Yeah. They are my favourite M&M's. <laughs> Sally's eating M&M's. <laughs> I don't know. She looks, looks kind of... like a wedding dress. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I'll never experience what that feeling feels like because I've not been brought up as a woman mm. but you know that is a thing like fairy princess thing and yeah they get you from a young age doesn't it that whole I guess yeah it's very heteronormative yeah all these couples god I hate weddings <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> yep <laughs> oh where's dad Giving the daughter away. Oh, like, now I see it. All of the people we've met in the film, like, are in this audience, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I hadn't oh. noticed that before. Like, all of the exes and people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so Harry and Sally are, like, the maid of honour and the best man. Yeah. Right. So this is awkward because they haven't seen each other for ages since they had sex and it all went a bit wrong. And this is the first time they're seeing each other. <laughs> Uncomfortable. Now there's the dancing. Wow. Such a ritual, isn't it? I don't know, maybe I used to like weddings, but I just uh, jaded. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look great. No, it's a it's, lot of money. Yeah, it is. And it's just for one particular relationship that... Um, ugh. Yeah, like, it seems sad to me that you can't um, celebrate the other relationships. Yeah, I think life. some weddings manage to do yeah. that. I've been to weddings where definitely that's yeah. been, where it's been less hierarchical, but it is mm. hierarchical. And it just... Um, it can so easily make so many people feel shit as well. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Well, just that, yeah, like, just the fact that there aren't celebrations for the kinds of relationships yeah. on anything like the same scale, right? Mm. Mm. I think you have to do a... Well, the, uh, should we go back to the film? Yes. Yeah, so the, 
she's really annoyed that he's over it in three weeks, what happened between them. Um, and he's saying that she's like a dog, like dog ears or something. She's offended, which is appropriate response. <laughs> I do like how she doesn't take shit, though. She, this is her again not taking shit from him, which she generally does throughout the whole film quite well. Yeah. He knows when he's being a shit. Yeah. Yeah, you see his face. Yeah, he, he totally knows. Yeah, that very plain-faced trolling, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, like, totally. Deliberately hurting her. Yeah. And they're really... Yeah, I guess they really call each other on their stuff, actually. You know, he's the one who's pointing out that, you know, she isn't really over Joe earlier on. And now mm. she is pointing out to him that, you know, he's not really getting intimate with anybody because he's so hurt. Mm. Oh, now he's pinning it on her, which is not cool. You were the one with the power, mate. Yeah. Not only do you have the gendered power, but you, yeah. Oof. Oof. God, I forgot about that. So she yeah. hits him across the face. Yeah. Which is like so much in comedies of the 80s. It's that like a woman be, hitting yeah. a man used to just be funny. Yeah. It used to be seen as ex- acceptable as yeah. well. And like, um... That's really, yeah, really problematic how acceptable yeah. physical violence from a woman to a man is treated. It's still treated in movies, I think. Yeah, he's got a mark on his face. Yeah, now. yeah. Look. And then they, they never roll back to that. They never say, hey, that was bang out of order. No, you know? that's a really good point. And yeah. it's one of those things, actually, that when we... When I, I wouldn't have... That wouldn't have occurred to me because I've seen you know, 80s films so many times and I, I, mm-hmm. I, I know what's going, you know, I kind of read, I, I'm watching 80s films with a read of, well, that was okay in the 80s, but actually it's really not okay, is it? It's so um, not okay. Yeah, it's like, you know, they were having an argument, he was being an asshole, but yeah. like, you just don't get to hit somebody. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, you know, it's problematic on a gender front in so many different mm. kinds of, you know, it's, it's, it shouldn't be acceptable for a guy to get hit, you know, but it's also belittling of women that their violence doesn't mean anything as well. Yeah. It's like, you know, somehow, yeah, it's sort of presenting femininity as so weak that it doesn't even matter if, yeah. It's just... well, I guess the other thing that it's doing is that it's like, it's Hollywood saying, this is the intimate partner violence that we can show. Yeah. Because there would be... It normalises an... intimate partnership violence in general. Yeah, but yeah. there would be an awful lot more intimate partner violence that wouldn't be depicted in a Hollywood film yeah. unless it was talking specifically about sexual intimate partner violence. Yeah, well, I think they would not show a man hitting a woman unless it was actually about intimate partner yeah. violence, right? Uh, yeah. This, there's a lot darker in this movie than I remember. <laughs> I mean, when you sit down with your podcast yeah. mate, and yeah. you apply your lens of consent and power. and <laughs> Okay, like we really want listeners to write in about a, a, non, a completely non-problematic rom-com that we could watch. <laughs> I don't think that exists. I suspect not. <laughs> but th- I think that uh, I'm mm. still, I still hope that we're all... <laughs> It's an enjoyable film, isn't it? And that's the, mm. like, I do, I am still enjoying uh, yeah. watching it. Um, but it's just really hard to look at it through our lens now. Like, now he's phoning her repeatedly to let her know that he's still here and wants to be friends. Mm. And again, it's like, is this consent for that he's, you know, yeah. constantly being in contact when she's made it clear she doesn't want contact? It's but seduction, then again, isn't it? It's it like, kind of seduction, but then he is kind of sort of saying, 
trying to just keep saying I'm here. Yeah. Um, in a kind of sweet way, it's it's complicated, I think. Mm. Okay. So he's apologising. Yeah. And you do have something to apologise to, Sally. That would be good. Yeah, they've both been fucking up here. I mean, yeah. the, so the initial with the sex thing, Harry really should have been like, yeah, oh yeah, I've been feeling this too. Uh, I would quite like for there to be some kind of sex, but oh, let's talk like, about it. Yeah, in you're a really of vulnerable. Days. I'm yeah. in a position of power here. I'm going to say let's talk about it in a couple of days. Yeah, but tonight I'm really happy to stay with you, look after you. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's how to handle that. And that was a shitty thing. She just said to him. She just said, "I'm not your consolation prize," and it's like. Uh, Oof. Yeah, I don't think he has treated her like a consolation prize. To no. Mm. It's always funny seeing another telly on your telly. Yeah. <laughs> Double telly. Oh, so this looks like a good New Year's Eve, actually. So he's <laughs> eating biscuits, he's playing basketball. He's got a big thing of milk over there. Uh-huh. He's just missed that shot. Oh. I don't think that he's having a good New Year's, but I don't think that looks, <laughs> that doesn't look like a good New Year's either. No. Um, yeah, these rich people pies that they seem to go to. It's, um, yeah. <laughs> With some really, really outrageous outfits. <laughs> <laughs> now Harry is wandering the streets Gone of New for York. for a slightly miserable walk. Is he going down towards Times Square this or something? This is so much better. Fresh air. I've I have been to New York, to so I, don't, I have. Yeah. They have the, it's the fireworks at Times Square. Is that, is that, I think so. Oh, no, it's something at the lights sometimes Square go up or something. Mm. And now he's feeling like he should be in a romantic relationship because there's a couple kissing. Look and this now. is an iconic scene. This is a rom-com 80s classic of like running across town slash running through an airport. Yeah. yeah. Like the end of the movie <laughs> has to involve somebody running towards somebody else. Yeah. I wonder how he's going to look after he's done all the running because I look terrible <laughs> after I've been yeah. running. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a bit unrealistic. Yeah. He hasn't started running yet, so I have spoiled the running. He's eating an ice cream. Is that an ice cream? Yeah. Where did he get an ice cream he's from? He's throwing his ice cream That's away. going to be cold in New York on yeah. New Year's. Oh. oh. Pretty good depiction of loneliness. Who is he feeling lonely from? Uh, his wife or, mm. or Sally? But it's also or about both. staying with the loneliness rather than you know, yeah. craving something to get rid of the loneliness. I exactly. Guess. It's yeah. okay to just feel the feelings. And now we're montaging moments from the movie. Not some of the, not some of the best moments from the movie, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> Aww. Mm. Yep, orgasm scene. Kissing scene. If only the film ended at a different point. Where would you end the film? I don't know. I would like end the film in another half hour. Oh yeah. When they realise actually no, let's um, let's we don't have to commit to this like you know this uh-huh. long term marriage type thing. Let's not be one of those old couples talking about how yeah you know we there was a sexual element to it for a bit that didn't really work out for us. So we kind of took it to this like romantic. Uh, friendship and it's really great and we're yeah it's my closest relationship and we've had it our whole lives it's yeah. like they're forced into this romantic you know like we've seen them have sex and it wasn't right 
Yeah. Like there was that real feeling for both of them that it wasn't right. And yet they're doubling down on it now. Yeah. He's running through town to find her, but he's not running through time to find her to say, hey, let's be friends. No. It's like... Well, let's have a conversation about what sex means to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how it might incorporate it into our relationship. Yeah. It's, he's running across town in order to say, okay, sex now for means yeah, love, even, romance. Yeah, even though the, the sex one. wasn't very good, let's, let's yeah. do this, let's get married. Because like the next scene, the end of the film, they're getting married. Yeah. Yeah. Which really has like a kind of poor flavour to me of like, is this what either of them really wants? Yeah. Slash conforming to what one of them wants. I mean, in a sense, he's drawn into her way of doing things at this point. That's right. And in a sense, like, she's kind of negged him into this. Yeah. You know, by saying, I'm not your consolation prize. And he has spent the whole... Yeah. You know, he spent the whole first half of the film, certainly. She's like, Like, negging her and coming towards him. And now... Because she's made it clear he doesn't get her unless he has this romantic relationship with, you know, sex, marriage, the works. Yeah. That's the only way he gets her. Yeah, he's still looking yeah. good. Just run across town. Couldn't get a cab. He's got no ice cream on his on his chin. Mm. She has got some very vibrant lipstick going on. He says, "I love you." I yes. love you. This is quite a romantic scene that he says all of the things that he loves about her. Yeah. Hmm. Good point. That is yeah. a good point. You can't just show up and say I love you and that makes everything all right. I love that you get cold when it's 71 <laughs> degrees out. I love that it takes you an hour and a half to order a sandwich. I love you as get a little crinkle above your nose when you're looking at me like I'm nuts. I love that after I spend a day with you, I can still smell your perfume on my clothes. And I love that you're the last person I want to talk to before I go to sleep at night. And it's not because I'm lonely and it's not because it's New Year's Eve. I came here tonight because when you realise you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. So it's coming from a place of abundance, not scarcity. Mm. It's just like you, Harry. You say things like that and you make it impossible for me to hate you. (laughs) And I hate you, Harry. I really hate you. Oh, it's a nice scene. It is. <sighs> but I still Aww. think it would be good to be open to different kinds of love. Yeah. It was bad sex. I mean, this looks like a good kiss, though. It's confusing. I think that maybe the sex mm. was good, but there might have been such difficult feelings for mm. Harry afterwards that. Yeah. But it's also like, even if the sex was amazing, it doesn't mean that you're meant to be with them, does it? Yeah. I mean, often. And what does, yeah, what does it mean? Like, yeah. what kind of relationship do they want to have? Mm. Well, that's quite, I like that. Yeah. Which is what they are. It's like, and that's, yeah, not, that's not a friends. bad thing. It's not yeah. a thing you have to trade in for something else. It's like, it is the thing. And yeah. Oh. So now they're on the couch talking about their relationship as if they're one of the couples who's being interviewed through the whole film. Yeah. And they're talking about their friendship turning into love. Like, yeah, when we fell in love. love. Mm -hmm. Three months later we got married. Yeah. 
we had this really wonderful wedding, beautiful wedding. It was great. Enormous coconut cake <laughs> with the tears and the rich chocolate sauce on the side. You see, he doesn't look like this was his wedding idea. That's no. what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, how much of this wedding was your idea, Harry? Three months. It takes... Oh. Mm. And that's it. So let's give a round of applause, shall we, to, yeah, had to be when Harry and Sally and, and MJ's singing. <laughs> had to be you. <laughs> oh, there it, there it goes. I right. don't like it when Netflix does that. So um, is there, are there any final uh, takeaways from the... Thinking up. I mean, first of all, we can love the film still, right? Yeah, it's been so critical of some of the messages that it sends out. Um, yeah, I think. I guess one of the things about that we've talked about before is that when people watch these films, they can, they, we can unconsciously use them as a way of comparing ourselves to those scripts about how love's meant to happen and then mm. make ourselves feel bad if we're, yeah. in inverted commas, single or... Uh, feeling in feeling like a lack of what a romantic relationship gives us it's like it, it yeah. does retell those stories yeah and a lot of these films of the 80s were kind of trying to I mean again I think it was because of its time you know romantic relationships were seen as like the new religion in the 80s you know mm. that's what you had to have and at the same time that was a time of great precariousness because so yeah. many divorces were happening yeah so these films are trying to figure this out and they're trying to come up with like some you know, like, what are the rules? Like, mm. could it could it be you find your, you know, who's your best friend? Yeah. Like, maybe it's him. Or, um, like, was Sleepless in Seattle? What was that? There was some kind of message of that. There was the one that was said, like, more. that was the one that was, like, real precarity, like, you scarcity model. You have to find somebody. Yeah. Um, over, over 30, you have to find somebody. And, you know, like, she hears him on the radio or whatever. And, and not to sound like too political, the whole thing is mm. like all this kind of neoliberal pairing off thing, isn't it? Absolutely. It's like this kind of atomized. Yeah. In order to find your success, in order to be successful, you have to pair off and then mm. and and be those atomized non-members of a society. You know, you just go off and then yeah. you do, they kind of pull their resources and and that's what we're meant to be doing. And if you can put all your time and energy, which you're going to have to, into all of this kind of drama around love, you're not going to be looking outside of that to yeah. the messed up systems that you're embroiled in. Yeah. Um, as, we, as we've talked about <laughs> in relation to race and class, particularly and sexuality yeah. during this movie. Yeah, big yeah. time. Yeah. Big time. But um, yeah, we still love it. We'll still like well, are we continue these, watching it. I guess we so. have relationships with the with the media of our childhood and our adolescence and our, yeah, our younger years, yeah. right? And it's like... Very, yeah, the, the music too, you know, and it's about, it's about like allowing ourselves those important relationships and what they meant. You know, I guess I've thought thought my relationships life through these kind of movies mm, and through yeah. like Sex and the City and these kind of TV shows as well. And so many of us have, you know. I remember watching this film mm. in the middle of, uh, when I was going through a breakup, when I'd also been married to a lawyer mm. and did not want to bump into her in, uh, yes. in a stereo shop. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it had like a particular kind of connotation for me at that moment. And, uh, and then um, another time it had a connotation for me as well when I was in a similar kind of relationship that Harry and Sally were in. And now it has, now I can see myself Mm. in the past in those situations and now I'm not in either of those situations yeah, me it's too. kind of nice so 
Yeah. But also the other thing with uh, rom-coms is that the good ones are good. You know, <laughs> they're really well written. Yeah. And the Funny, music's great movies, and the acting's yeah. great and the, the time is great. And Nora Ephron's a genius. It's like, so yeah. we do love these for a reason. Exactly. It's just a shame sometimes that we can't have these brilliantly written films that are about different kinds of love and I mean there's beginning to be more of yeah. them but I think and, and I think that you know it's really weird but for as I said for of its time I, I think I actually enjoyed Harry Met Sally at the time because the, it wasn't as gender stereotyped even yeah. though it's sort of doing a Mars and Venus thing you know they are just not the stereotype kind of masculine man and feminine woman that we saw in most movies around yeah. that time you know she is much more fully fleshed out and he's not this yeah rugged macho masculinity yeah. and that was something that really appealed to me um you know because again at that time trans was not available to me mm. so i was looking for role models who are identified as women and you know yeah she, she she was a bit better than most of what you would see in in films around that time yeah and he was he was like my friends you know i had a lot of friends who were guys who were a lot like him you know yeah um so i guess i saw my world a bit more accurately depicted in this movie than in a lot of romances. Well, that's the thing. They were real characters, weren't they? Yeah. Um, and they they had friendships. And um, I liked the arc of them becoming vulnerable. Like, both of mm. them had uh, allowed themselves to become vulnerable in, in front of the, um, the other person and in front of their friends. And that kind of is a very, like, uh, it's an attractive it's like an attractive you know what i think that they it was a shame they couldn't have run with more is how you know that vulnerability from the loss of love you know and love is really difficult like when they're vulnerable you know with their other friends and with each other around that actually that is where so much of the love is mm. like they're actually finding love through the vulnerability of losing a certain kind of love yeah and it's like if only they can you know, it would be lovely to, like, I think that's what we're saying, is we'd love to see the movie where they embrace this incredible friendship love yeah. that they find out of losing romantic love yeah. rather than feeling like they have to make it still in the image of romantic love. Yeah. Yeah. That is, I think, our, our takeaway, isn't it? Definitely. Because that's, you know, there's something really hopeful about that in the, in that moment of sadness and pain and loss. Yeah. You know, that's actually where they do find another kind of love exactly that yeah. bit in the film before they had sex yes just that in those few minutes in those scenes it was like yeah you got it really when they're, yeah when they're getting the Christmas tree together yeah. and all that montage scene yeah, yeah. that's really lovely yeah companionship so, yeah so that was us doing When Harry Met Sally yeah um, let us know if this is something that you uh, liked <laughs> we've got no idea yeah we have no idea if people would enjoy we're kind of doing this one for us we'll yeah. um we'll go back to the to the more uh, usual uh podcast we're not going to do everyone like this some people are listening to us in the gym so they probably just had a really long session right like much longer than usual they put us on and they like kept yeah. going they're like hang on a minute <laughs> it might not work if you're not yeah i wonder i think it definitely would probably work better if you're watching the film but yeah. um it's an experiment yeah. and uh, <laughs> and you know we'll we, we thought it would be a nice thing for us to do so we hope you liked it yeah. so thank you so much for listening if you um, are thinking about your relationships and how you might want to do your relationships different you might like our zine uh, make your own relationship user guide yeah we think that Harry and Sally could have done with that oh, they really could have <laughs> they really yeah. really could have done with that scene yeah. um, 
particularly in terms of um, yeah anyway so <laughs> um, and that's available at our website megjohnandjustin.com forward slash publications if you enjoyed this please subscribe to the podcast so you get us dropping into your um, thing <laughs> your podcast thing <laughs> thing every time we release an episode mm-hmm. and um, stay tuned for more and um, and let us know what you thought about this episode on Twitter or send us an email via the website we are Meg John Justin on Twitter. Yes. Uh, so until next time. Bye. Bye.